right, hello, folks. My name is Al Sky Fajardo. I'm Michael Delise. And I'm Sue Lynn Tam. And welcome to the Tam's Percussion Podcast. The purpose of the Tam's Percussion Podcast is that we are a group of three percussionists of three very different backgrounds wanting to share our perspectives in the world of percussion in the fields of mainly performance and pedagogy. Well, let's introduce our three hosts, starting with Michael. Well, hey, I'm Michael DeLise. I'm originally from Winchester, Virginia. I got my start in percussion in about seventh grade. I wanted to do, so this is a little fun story. I wanted, to do, I wanted to do jazz band when I was in middle school. So I wanted to start on piano. I, used, I started playing piano when I was very young, like fourth grade. So I really wanted to make sure, I, I had a music, I had a piano background for a while. So I wanted to join jazz band. So I ended up playing jazz band for the piano on the condition that I joined the percussion section for the concert band in middle school. So seventh grade, they handed me a pair of drumsticks and I've been here since. Nice. And, and what college do you go to? Currently in my master's program at James Madison University, I got my undergraduate from Shenandoah Conservatory in music education and a performance certificate. So like the closest thing you could do to being a double major at Shenandoah in performance and how's, education. How's your college life or your undergrad life? Um, it's, it's interesting. I was the only one in my class for like the longest time, at least in the classical studio. There was um a lot of room to grow. I had a lot of great people above me to learn from. I never really had anybody at my side to kind of compete with, quote unquote compete. I really like to use the word competition a lot when it comes to growth, so. I think it's really neat to kind of have my own path there. But now going in my master's program, I have like a couple other people around my age level, I don't know, year, <laughs> whatever you want to say for that. All right. Wait, I have one more question. Who do you study with? My undergraduate with Earl Yowell from who originally did many, he had many years of experience in the St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. And I currently study with Casey Cangelosi. Yeah. All right, Sky, it's your turn. All right, hello everyone. My name is Alfred Sky Fajardo. Uh, I typically go by Sky. Um, I grew up in, mainly in Illinois, Aurora, Illinois, and parts of Chicago, Illinois as well. Um, I started percussion when I was seven because what young kid doesn't want to bang the drums just like every rock star, pop star out there. Um, but actually, when I started band, um, I actually started on trumpet in the fifth grade, and it wasn't until sophomore year of marching band did I decide to do the drum line and it's like I'm I really love the percussion stuff so my junior year I switched my primary instrument to percussion audition at Vanderkirk College of Music where I'm currently studying my undergraduate degree um and I just um experienced a lot of different perspectives of percussion from you know people who've done percussion all their life people like me who've done wind and percussion and kind of everything in between. Uh, I'm also currently studying, or my applied professor is Dr. James Yakis, who's had a lot of um, history in the Texas area, as well with Yamaha, Remo, Vic Firth, and all of those. Awesome. What's your, oh, you know what? I forgot to ask, what's your guys's spirit instrument? Like the one that you really like <laughs> or multiple percussion instruments? Mm. Okay, give us three each. Yeah, that's too many. Mm, it's not enough. So, 
I'll end up saying marimba first because that's what most of my content on my social media involves a lot of. Just learning marimba rap. My Instagram handle speaks for itself for the second one, some mad vibes. <laughs> I love vibraphone. I got my start in percussion, like jazz vibraphone, like high school. There's a lot of that kind of stuff too, but like I'm not very good anymore. <laughs> and then, I don't know. I really like timpani as well. My undergraduate was really timpani focused. Like I feel like my professor was a timpanist for a chamber orchestra for years. So you kind of have to learn a lot of timpani in that respect. I'd have to say um, my main instruments uh, typically consider concert snare drum. Um, not so much the rudiment stuff. I'll get better at that in a time. So mainly concert snare solos. I'm a big fan of De La Cruz. Um, second would be um, vibraphone because I also like the jazz vibe scene. And my third instrument would definitely have to be kind of everything that falls under the Latin percussion area. So timbales. I really love congas. Um, I don't know if cajon counts in there, but like everything hand percussion is just, I love it very much. So. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. Hi, I guess... Sue Lynn. It's your turn to introduce yourself. All right. Hi, guys. My name is Sue Lynn, and I go to the University of Michigan, and I study with Doug Perkins and Ian Antonio, and they're absolutely amazing. And I also study with Tom Sherwood of the Cleveland Orchestra, who's also super amazing as well. Oh, also I should mention that I am the social media manager of our UMish Percussion uh, Instagram page, which you should go follow at UMish Percussion, so shout out to them. But anyway, let me backtrack a little bit, but first let me answer the instrument question. I think I really love snare drum and I'm kind of the opposite of you, Sky. I do love my like rudimental solos um like Pratt solos but also Tompkins which I'm just like getting into and like Tompkins solos like they're amazing and they're just so fun to play I, I don't know like concert snare drum is cool but rudimental is where my heart is at um and then I guess I would I want to say drum set but I can't play drum set but I think it's so awesome and like you know you have like jazz and funk and rock and like that's so cool um and then I guess marimba. I'm not like super good at it, I think, but it's nice and pretty and cool. Okay, now let's talk about little Sulin, even though I'm pretty short anyway. Okay, so I think I started getting into percussion when I was in first grade. So uh, first grade, yeah, um, I joined the beginning band and it was just me really. Um, so I just like did snare drum because the other option was piano and like come on everybody plays piano but anyway so I started with snare drum and then my teacher actually gave me I don't know how this happened like a scholarship thing to this program called the percussion scholarship group oh and also by the way um, I'm from Chicago and so this percussion scholarship program is um, tied with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. So it was taught by Patsy Dash and Doug Waddell. And so I was in this program up until I graduated high school. So for about nine years, and it was such a great experience. Like I got to play with like the CSO, we got to play in like, um, uh, like Windy City Live, stuff like that. And so we had all these like awesome opportunities. Um, yeah, and it was like great, a great experience, all percussion. Um, 
And then I went to uh, Whitney Young um, Magna High School and shout out also to my band director who I love. His name is Mr. Barbic. He actually really opened up my eyes to like kind of like teaching percussion to like other people. So then I like helped teach like like the percussion ensemble, just like so, um, like the top two bands, and then also um, our pep band, like March, like yeah, the drum line. So I did a little bit of that, which really like I don't know, opened my eyes to like helping other people and just like teaching, which I at first I was like, huh, I don't know if I'm into this, but I really like it. I don't know. I think it's fun. Um, just to like I don't know, introduce percussion to like other people who like may. I think it's just like hitting objects when it's really more than that, I think. And then, yeah, like I said, now I go to the University of Michigan and I'm going to be a junior. Uh, yeah, and I really, really like it here. The studio is super, super awesome and we're really close. And we... Um, how big is your studio? We have 30 people. So that's, I don't okay. know about, how many do you guys have? My, mine's really small. We only have 11 yeah wow um, whereas like the, there's only about 100 people in the school yeah. anyway so well that's really tiny but that's that's nice though um yeah our percussion facilities are like super good and i think michigan now is turning more into like a new music school but we we dabble in everything you know we don't discriminate we do like orchestra and or yeah we have yeah we have our like orchestra stuff new music stuff but then also like uh we have a really good jazz program too so yeah so we, should we take a moment and say our majors oh yeah okay so sorry, michael go first um, yep yeah. so like i said earlier i got my undergraduate in music education and percussion performance like the closest thing i got a performance certificate which is basically entailing i did a senior recital but fun fact thanks to covid i have not done a single recital ever wow like on percussion at least when i was younger i used to play piano recitals all the time but like never did a percussion recital mm -hmm. so i did two virtual projects which i think one of them's still up on my youtube channel somewhere just search my name michael delise <laughs> you'll find it yeah. i'm in perform in percussion performance over at james madison nice for my masters um i'm currently studying for my bachelor of music education at Vanderbilt college of music and also in the process of completing my performance certificate, finished my junior recital last spring, and I'm starting the stressful process of working through my senior recital, which should be about this November. Awesome. Woo! You guys should check it out. Um, I'm in my like bachelor's in music, um, and I'm uh, majoring in percussion performance. And yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah, very Yay. cool. So one quick question for y'all what do you think your percussion end goal is going to be like what would you like to do as a career you go first michael um ask the question since i asked the question all right so i know one of my ambitions in the percussion industry is to kind of become a college professor that's my end i think that's like my ultimate end goal i would love to have some sort of opportunity to be able to play possibly compose and then teach at the same time so kind of getting this like a little mixed bag of everything like i'd be really happy with a small college studio and then you know just being able to freelance some more keeping up with the order um i really see so kind of like post plants i really see myself kind of really um stepping into the education scene 
Um, I do plan on being like kind of a band director, but also freelancing percussion education and possibly um, traveling as a clinician and kind of, you know, going to lots of different schools that, you know, don't exactly like my high school didn't have, you know, the most developed percussion program. You know, they have, you know, beginning elementary school lessons and then they have whatever they found in band and kind of helping other schools kind of grow their appreciation for the percussive arts and also like visiting, you know, some colleges and creating resources for students um, and educators alike. All right. So mine's like kind of a little bit, a lot different from you guys. So my like super goal that I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but maybe one day is to become kind of like the Ariana Grande or like the Beyonce, but like of percussion, but so like I bring percussion to like more mainstream audiences. So like, you know, you hear Ariana Grande on the radio, but what if it's like this awesome like percussion beat? Cause I feel like, you know, but like have like that classical percussion in the pop world and somehow do something like that. Because I guess I forgot to mention this earlier in my intro, but like, I'm kind of um, delving into like more electronic music, you know, like making my own music with logic. Um, so I've been kind of getting more into that. And like, how can I make like the marimba and like, you know, like regular like concert snare drum, maybe in, like, even like tambourine or something like that. And how can I make it into like, like more like pop music, I guess necessarily. And I know some like, there's like a line for me, like how do I make it like not cheesy, but like it, it like fits like the instrumentation of what I'm playing. So, you know, like when you're playing Bach, sometimes they're like, if you're playing it on marimba, it's like, do you want it to sound like you're playing it on cello or like violin? Or do you want to make it sound like you're playing it on marimba? So like, I want to find a way to make like a cool pop um, song or whatever on marimba that sounds cool and not stupid or whatever. So I want to do that. And then my other kind of side thing is like to make music again, like using like logic or whatever. And then like animating with that because I've also been doing some of that. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, you can check it out on one of my Instagrams. I have like four Instagrams. Um, my art slash music Instagram where I create music and animate with it. Yeah, and then maybe make some like film scores or whatever. Yep, that's my story. Yeah, very so, cool. When you when you originally talk. said for, like pop music with percussion, my first thing was like a pop version of Raybon's B. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, why not? Um, I think the that's pop great. already. <laughs> yeah, like Schumann or whatever, like Gigi. Yeah. Yeah. I had a funny <laughs> thought. I was thinking of. Um, have you guys heard a fifth of Beethoven? No. Or it's like. Beethoven's fifth, except turn into a funk song. No, that's oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. See, um, we should do something like yeah. that. There you would go. Would you say? Now, second question. Would you say it's kind of like similar how um, kind of Lindsey Sterling brought kind of violin to like the pop eye? That's kind of like what yeah. I was thinking, but like something, but with yeah. percussion. Yeah, something like that. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I really like, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, I remember when I was like, but I was like, Lindsay Sterling is so cool. Except, yes, but definitely percussion. Yeah. Yeah, like your own thing. 
first right, thing is right. like violin and dance right exactly yeah. i mean i could do violin i could try yeah i mean there's always room for collaboration i one of my things on my recital was supposed to be a collaborative work with my friend john john toomer i know if you're listening hey john what's up but like we're gonna Hi. play a piece called legal highs and it was a marimba and violin duo like some marimelin stuff like nancy zeltzman kind of deal nice and it was like a piece all about three different ways to legally get high so we had like oh. caffeine menthol and sugar as like topics like mr coffee menthology and like i can't remember what the last one was called but something sugar based nice. it was a really neat concept piece i think so one more quick question for y'all since we're kind of still introducing ourselves what has been one of your favorite musical memories. It could be a gig, it could be a teaching experience, it could be whatever you're thinking. What's like one of your favorite <laughs> musical memories? Whenever I'm like doing bios and stuff like that, I always mention this because it's such a big deal, I think. But at the time I didn't know it was that big of a deal because I was like, oh, whatever, like, I don't know. So I actually, when I was younger, I used to study with Sean Connors, who's part of Third Coast Percussion. And um, he was like, yeah, do you want to do this thing with us? It's this piece called NC. I don't really, oh, see, this is bad because I don't remember like too much information, but you can definitely find it on YouTube. Um, so I basically played NC by Terry Riley with Third Coast um, and like a whole bunch of other musicians. And we performed it at Millennium Park, which was really awesome. I don't know how. I don't know if there were a thousand musicians or there was just like a whole ton, but there was like people like now that I like recognize them, like, oh, I didn't even know. Like, I remember there was like Megan Arns there, um, but there was also like Snarky Puppy and like all these like well-known people. And I'm just like, do, 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 do. like, I don't, I didn't even think this was like that big of a deal. And it was really nice because you know how usually percussion is in the back. We were in the front, which was really scary but it's okay. Um, we also played with like the Merritt School of Music, they, um, the percussionist too, which was really nice. Um, yeah, that was honestly probably one of the best experiences. And, you know, I was a little kid, so I didn't really know anybody. Um, and I was like a scared child. And like, I guess I didn't really appreciate it. But now I like I did. But like now I like understand it and now I'm like, wow, I really did that. That's like cool. Like how many people get to like play with all these like great musicians on this like huge stage in front of like a whole bunch of people. So yeah. And like I said, if you want to check it out, it's on YouTube. Yeah. So, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. That's wonderful. That's like a really impressive. How old were you? I think I was in high school. Wait, wasn't I wasn't I in high school? I have no idea. Mm. I don't. Yeah, but I was like pretty young. Yeah, it's it's a that's a I neat can't piece even remember. Though. Yeah, it, it is a cool piece. And see, it it's was also like a an great hour long. It's also Sorry, a great venue. Yeah, it's a funny park's great. Yeah, it's really nice and like super spacious and pretty. So yeah, awesome. So sky. All right, so my most memorable percussion performance experience, et cetera. Um, would definitely, it's, I, personally, I'd say it was my junior trip, marching trip to Indianapolis 
And what we had done is we had marched for the Indy 500 parade. Now it's not, it's very different to the world that I experience now, more like concert percussion rather than marching. But, you know, I think it was at that time that I realized my, my true per love and passion for percussion and all of its arts, because, you know, the thing of, there, there's two events at the Indy 500, right? There's the festival and there's the race. The festival was a one mile march with no stops all around the Indianapolis Plaza, live stream around the TV. And then the second one was a march around the entire racetrack of the Indy Motor Speedway. And both of those events were on the world stage. And, you know, oh, that's great. But it's the feeling of having what you love so dearly and kind of marching down you feel one you feel excited you feel scared but there's an extreme sense of pride and passion of what you're about to show the world and you know i love that you come to realize you love that feeling you want more of that feeling in whatever way you can get it and that's kind of how i fell in love with percussions you know those those tiny moments that you don't think about it too much but two years down the road it's just amazing nice so yeah that's that's me mike yeah. cool wonderful so i think some of my most favorite memories of percussion in general are in the musical theater pit Ooh. i played mm. so many pit shows recently that's one of my big things too i also do pit shows i'm like freelance percussion i played um with shenandoah summer music theater right before covid like pre the pre-covid times we played ragtime which is my first like on percussion book. And that is not an easy book. <laughs> um, I played Young Frankenstein with the guy who premiered Ooh. it on Broadway, Patrick Brady. Wow. That is, uh, that is quite the musical, that one. That one was like phenomenal, but- I love musicals. It's a hilarious musical at that too. Oh my gosh, it's so, it's so funny. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite ones. Then we did like Sound of Music, which isn't as memorable, but it's still good. That was a really good nice. summer too, but- um. What I was going to say was when like recently Shenandoah got contracted to be the the college premiere of something rotten. So I got to play a college premiere drum set book, brand new musical straight off of Broadway, something rotten. And that was probably, and with Patrick again, like, it's just so fun working with Patrick because he knows exactly what he wants to hear. He knows the best ways to keep time. So like, like he actually uses like this kind of plane when he's conducting. Like, Interesting. Your beats right here. It's on the hand. It's on the pack. You hear it one, two, three, four, and none of this like other stuff too. Like if you need to get something, he starts you off like this. I remember like him the singing. I remember him singing the very beginning of Young Frankenstein. He's like right before we start. He's like, bum, 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 bum. like right before we start conducting, and he's like, all yeah, right, wow. right. <laughs> the music is its crazy. own monster. It's crazy. Yeah, know, it's like crazy, but it's so awesome i kind of just want to go to a musical but like see them like see like the actual pit and like look and see what they're doing or like I that'd be awesome the, yeah, this, this last summer i did newsies but the thing is the pit wasn't concealed i was out in like the corner and everyone could see Ooh. um and i think everyone's favorite part was because like you know how pit setups are there's just yeah. wide they're everything crazy i was doing bongos in one side and then right hand and 
giant lunge for suspended symbol crash with one hand. Oh Every everyone saw it. It was their favorite part of the musical. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We That's also a lot did of responsibility. Some of this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll always got to always got to get that going. Another one was like right right after COVID. I, we played. I got contracted to play the first musical in the city of Winchester, like post COVID. I say post COVID, like post main lockdown whole deal like recently we played beauty and the beast over at a local high school and i'll tell you it felt so good playing like live musical theater again like after not hearing anything like this for so long just having a whole ensemble playing with you even if our whole ensemble was like one keyboard one violin uh harp and percussionist like just having them and like the whole like all the kids there like even if they were high schoolers but they sounded phenomenal like it was crazy just hearing everything back again so yeah musical pit theaters are one of my favorite things and that's just like my biggest memory i have just playing in pits wow now i feel like all of these like memories are like flooding back to me like my favorite percussion moment but yeah now i yeah wow i have a lot yeah awesome we have quite the mixed bag of very different percussion experiences. Yeah, um, that's awesome though. Yeah. Nice. All right. So hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed watching our first podcast today. Um, we have a lot uh, for the next time's episode. We're going to be talking about percussion life hacks. So kind of like back to school stuff, how to get your chops back up, um, maybe like uh, how to schedule your practicing um recovering from burnout stuff like that so if you guys have any comments questions or concerns totally feel free uh to reach out to us uh we would love to hear from you yeah michael yep you can find us on instagram at tams perk podcast or you can send us email over at tamspercussion at gmail.com yeah hey there michael from tams percussion podcast just wanted to tell you all thanks again for watching and hope to see you later